Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Right now. Yeah, Rod's not here, so I'm hosting the show. How about that? Hey, good morning, good morning, good morning, or good afternoon, I guess, here on the... uh... Eastern time zone up to 12 o'clock. Darren Dufon in here for Rod Peterson on the RP Show. Rod is traveling to Vegas to the Super Bowl. So uh, we'll sit in. Going to have a lot of fun for you planned today on the program because yesterday, holy smokes, how do you keep it all straight in the Canadian Football League with all the free agency news? We are going to talk a lot of CFL free agency today. So... For the CFL fans around, and we say good morning to everybody watching so far. Rod Monroe, Ryan McCarthy's checked in, David Asplund already. Uh, log in, uh, get your YouTube comments filled up, get the uh, text line comments filled up. Got a couple of those um, locked and ready to go. So uh, 902-518-3033 is the text line, the number that you can reach us at right here in the studio. Uh, Justin Dunk will be with us in hour one. First couple of segments, then we're going to go to Montreal, check in with Joey Alfieri of the Alouettes. In hour two, we're going to get some great chat with Mo Egger, uh, head of the Super Bowl in Las Vegas, and Jim Lang will join us as well in hour two. We'll talk a little hockey, little Leafs. Lots going on last night in the National Hockey League. So let's hit the quick six show horn and get down to business. Thank you. Thank you, Jordan. So just so you know, I'm battling something. I don't know what it is, but I'm battling something. Um, Probably from being back home in the rectangle, calling, curling uh, for a collection. I think it was 10 days total with a week in between, eight days in between. But the uh, Scotties, the women's playdowns in Saskatchewan, the Tankard, the men's playdowns, all totaled around 40 hours on the air. I just hope it's not pneumonia, but you know what? I've hosted a show with worse. Rod's hosted a show being sick, so we got lots of fluids and coffee and lots of great guests, so so, uh, it's going to be great. Let's start last night in the National Hockey League and the Edmonton Oilers, the Vegas Golden Knights. The streak is over at 16 games. Going to pull up my notes here. Um, It was a tough one. It was a great hockey game last night. I stayed up to watch it. Didn't start till 10 o'clock at night here in, uh, in Toronto. Um, but Chandler Stevenson scored the go-ahead goal. Aiden Hill stopped 30 shots in the Vegas Golden Knights. Brought an end to the Oilers' 16-game winning streak. Edmonton was looking to tie those 92-93 Penguins for the longest NHL win streak. I know there are some people who celebrated this, some people who didn't like it, uh, who are 
disappointed. Obviously, tons of Oiler fans were in Vegas for the game last night. That was such a cool atmosphere. A um, couple of things that I thought, you know, as I'm watching that game. Um, this is big boy hockey, first of all. Number one. Uh, number two, this is a playoff game in early February, if there ever was one. Um, Vegas dominated the first period. The way they controlled the boards, the time of possession, it was only zip one rush the other way, and it was a dry sidle McDavid 2-1-0 on the breakaway shorthanded to score. Um, but then the Oilers turned it around. In the second period and third period, I thought, you know, Edmonton dominated the game. Um, they showed an ability in the offensive zone um, to just control the puck, control the way the game was going to be played. They were strong on the wall. But at the same time, what makes Vegas a Stanley Cup contender and what made them a champion is they didn't look out of place, even when they were spending all that time in the defensive zone. And the Golden Knights didn't look like they were ever caught running around. They never looked out of position. They knew the Oilers were going to come at them, so they let them, and they did their thing. Um, and then ultimately, when they got the chance to score, they did that. But the block shots, the hits... Uh, the referees put the whistles away. There wasn't a lot of power plays or little chintzy penalty calls. Some stuff got they got away with. Other things, you know, they didn't call. So I just thought it was a really good game. You got good goaltending. And in the end, the streak came to an end. We thought if it was going to come to an end, it was going to be last night. So I ask you, what are your thoughts on the Oilers streak coming to an end? As we get some good mornings coming in. Wayne Grolo's watching. And Victoria says, good morning, Rod Squad from Victoria, B.C. Um, David Asplund um, says, got to check out a Seabears game. Um, Bill Edwards watching says, good morning, all. Jeffrey is watching as well. Um, everybody's checking into the chat, so that is good. Um, Ron Thompson on the text line. This is a late text that came in yesterday after the show. He said, excited to see some new flames tonight against the Bruins. Well... Excited to see some flames. Andre Kuzmenko scored in his Calgary debut. Nazem Kadri had three assists, and the Flames beat the Boston Bruins. Jonathan Huberdahl, one of his best games as a flame. Um, goal and two assists, and Connor Zeri also scored. Flames beat the Bruins 4-1, to one, so Kuzmenko off to a good start for the Calgary Flames in his debut, scoring pretty early into that one. And uh, over between the Canucks and the Hurricanes, Elias Lindholm made a statement in his debut, scoring a pair a power play goals to give him 11 on the season. The win locked up Vancouver's fifth in their last six games, 3-2 over the Hurricanes. Uh, the only debut that wasn't really so hot was Sean Monahan. Chris Letang opened the scoring, and the Penguins capitalized with a pair of power play goals in the second period to blank the Jets. Brendan Dillon was assessed a match penalty for a hit on Nola Cherry, which gave the Penguins the five-minute power play. That's a tough one. Uh, for the Jets last night, taking it on the chin to the Penguins, 3-0. Um, we'll get into the Brandon, Brandon Dillon situation because he is likely to hear from um, Department of Player Safety, the, uh, the discipline committee, um, likely going to be suspended. We may even hear about it during the show, so we'll keep an eye close on that one. Um, does he deserve to be suspended for the hit? Probably. Um, he was assessed a match penalty for the illegal check to the head um, on Nola Cherry. Um, we saw the hit. Didn't like it. It wasn't dirty. 
So I don't think it's going to be a big suspension. But, you know, Achari was in a tough spot. Uh, Dylan had lined him up. Probably could have avoided making principal contact with the head. So for those reasons, he's going to hear and going to get suspended a game or two. Uh, the fact that he had a match penalty on the play um, and the five-minute penalty was big. So he already served a big chunk of this. The Jets were already penalized. Um, so supplemental, a game or two is what I would guess. Um, on the flip side, Calgary Flames forward Martin Pospisil will not face further discipline for cross-checking Boston Bruins forward Mar- uh, Brad Marchand. That was from Eric Francis uh, reporting that on Sportsnet earlier on today. Uh, Pospisil did a, was assessed a major penalty and a game misconduct. Um, but again, I think that was enough, so he's not going to get uh, any supplemental discipline there. We're going to get Justin Duncan here in a second. I know lots of comments coming in as we check in on the YouTube chat. Yeah, Patrolman Pete says, a sad performance by the Jets. Yeah, it was last night. Um, Boston, Winnipeg, Florida, Edmonton, and Toronto all lost coming off the break. That's from Brent Waltman. Hey, it's a good, good thing to point out. Coming off the break, you get a little bit of a letdown, especially in Edmonton, especially in Edmonton. Um, where you had the seven, the sixteen game win streak snapped. I know that wasn't uh, part of the game plan. Um, there is lots of talk about the uh, CFL patient. We will get to that uh, for sure as we uh, roll this morning again. Justin Dunks going to hopefully be with us. If not this segment, maybe we'll get him in for the next segment. Oh, he's ready to go. Okay. Let's bring in uh, Justin Dunk from Three Down Nation. Been busy guy, Justin. How are you, my buddy? Doing well. Patient for you, dude. I've been waiting through this hockey talk, which I understand has to come first. But what's going on in the CFL, my man? Yeah, well, let's get into it because uh, that's our poll question today. And I'll just ask you right off the hop. Our, uh, our poll question um, is for Key Auto Group. Um, who's winning CFL free agency, or more specifically, the negotiation period. Um, there's a lot of candidates out there. A lot of viewers of this show might think it's the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, deservedly so. Um, but who do you have winning the CFL free agent window so far? You know, I'll take this one a bit of a different way and probably won't go with any of your choices in this actual answer box, so to speak. But, you know, I think back to last year, everybody, you know, except for Cody Fajardo and a couple other pieces, we're leaving the Montreal Alouettes. Everybody had them last in the power rankings. They had no chance. They were going to be the worst team in the CFL, buddy. But then what happened? They won the Grey Cup. So I think in actuality, what CFL free agency has become is a way to add pieces here or there, ideally retain your pieces like what the Blue Bombers have done with at least a couple of big-name players in terms of Canadian running back Brady Oliveira and all-star receiver Dalton Schoen. But when you talk about teams who have won free agency, like how many times in the recent past since you know we've been in this profession have we seen the team that wins free agency gone on to win the Grey Cup? It's about culture. It's about player development. It's about scouting and retaining those players that can lead you to the promised land. So I'm not going to answer the question. I'll put out there, I guess I'm saying other. Well, no, and that's a good point because culture and stuff matters so much more 
And then we we're coming up to CFO or uh, sorry, NHL trade deadline here in a number of weeks. And it's the same thing, right? Making moves and making a splash here and there doesn't necessarily create culture, but it does seem if we want to talk about Saskatchewan for a second, that Corey Mace is building something um, that maybe some players want to go to Saskatchewan again. And it, it, is that what we're seeing around the league? I think there's definitely a renewed energy there with what they're doing in Saskatchewan. Mace, obviously, and Trevor Harris being healthy and him giving them a little bit of cap room to work with, I certainly think help this situation. And they go out and get him a premier running back in the prime of his career in A.J. Ouellette. He painted his Thor hammer green. He's ready to rock out there in Ryderville. I think the fans are absolutely going to love this guy. And there was a relationship there between Ouellette and Mace from their time together with the Toronto Argonauts. And Ouellette is familiar with that stadium and likes Playing there, he scored two touchdowns in the Argonauts' Grey Cup win there over the Winnipeg Blue Bombers in the 109th edition. So I really like that signing. Some people might say, well, you maybe shouldn't be spending on running backs, but you know, Jamal Morrow wasn't a guy that was kind of doing these kind of things that Ulek can do. He runs with power, so physical, ultra-athletic. He was tied for the CFL lead in 20-plus yard runs last year with 10 of those. And then you look at the defensive side of the ball. He goes out and gets Jameer Thurman, who's a guy that he spent time with in Calgary together in that defense with the Stampeders to lead his defense, as we've just reported at 3downation.com. The team has also agreed to terms with Canadian linebacker Adam O'Claire. I think he'll have an opportunity to start at that weak side or will linebacker spot. And they have been active. They were in on Jamal Peters, but didn't necessarily want to pay that price tag that it would take to get him. I think they did have some interest on Brandon Barlow, but he got around $200,000 on his agreement with the Hamilton Tiger Cats. So the Saskatchewan Rough Riders are spending their money selectively, and I would say at this point, smartly. Well, that's, yeah. Um, speaking of money, you know, one of the lead stories that, you know, you kind of talked about was Brady Oliveira and the money left on the table. But for Winnipeg to lock up Dalton Schoen and Brady Oliveira, there's a lot of Winnipeg viewers in our chat right now that are pretty happy and think, hey, it's a minor miracle. They got both those guys back, and they feel like because of that, Winnipeg's winning free agency, and they should be pretty excited. Definitely. Now, the guy that I left out, talking about the Rough Riders, that was the jewel of their free agent class was Jamarcus Hardrick, the offensive tackle. They pay to get him to leave Winnipeg $230,000, $120,000 just to sign that contract, which could be the biggest signing bonus as we go along here in free agency. Matthew Betts might have a chance to beat it. Perhaps Tim White will have to monitor that situation in the race for the biggest signing bonus. But Hardrick was... A big loss for the Blue Bombers, but that move allowed them to have the financial flexibility under the salary cap to sign Canadian running back Brody, Brady Olivier, excuse me, for $230,000 in 2024 and $240,000 in 2025 and re-sign Dalton Schoen for a similar range of money. I believe it's around $230,000 in 2024. So if you're a Winnipeg Blue Bombers fan, what would you rather have? A premier offensive tackle to protect Zach Caleros 
or two star offensive players, a guy in shown that Caleros often looks to in the end zone, yes, but especially in those critical second down situations. And Oliveira, who had one of the best running backs ever, I don't care about his passport, for a season in CFL history and arguably one of the best closers, if not the best closer, I think right now in the CFL in terms of closing out football games, which the Blue Bombers are leading. Yeah, really important. Really, really important. Look, I'm going to ask you after the break about your favorite signings, which ones you like the most, and guys you're really excited about in new spots. And we're going to talk NFL and the Super Bowl coming up after uh, after the break. So hang tight. We'll take a quick timeout, and we'll come back, and we'll, uh, we'll talk more CFL free agency. We'll also scan the chat and pull out your questions for Dunk as well. There's a lot of them coming in here, so uh, here on the text line too. So stay tuned. We'll get to all those with Justin here. After a quick timeout here on YouTube Live, uh, Game Plus TV, and we're also available wherever you get your podcasts, including Apple and Spotify. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Need a champion for your charity event? An all-star for your seminar? How about an Olympian to give a winning keynote speech? EMJ Marketing is the place to go. EMJ Marketing is one of Canada's top speaker bureaus with some of Canada's most recognizable athletes and entertainers on their roster. EMJ also represents a wide range of impactful keynote speakers and MCs. So whether you need to fill a spot on stage or someone to arrange the entire event, do it with one stop, EMJ Marketing. Take the first step to success for your next event. Visit emjmarketing.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. With Rod on his way to Vegas, he's leaving the sunshine in Florida. So Darren DuPont with you here. Justin Dunk is alongside, and we roll on through hour one here in the program. Get your questions in. Lots of text rolling in, too. We'll get to those here in a little bit. Um, but Patrolman Pete in Winnipeg, as we pick up where we left off, says, I'd be curious to know Justin's thoughts on the bomber O-line now that Hardrick is gone and the big free agent dollars have been spent. And we touched on it a bit, but um, where are they at with their offensive line and what's the outlook ahead of the season? That right tackle spot is going to be something that they're going to have to figure out as they go here. Drew Richmond has retired. That was a guy who was on a rookie contract that they had been developing. He wanted more money if he was going to step up and be the starter, and rightfully so, but you kind of got to prove it as well. So he decides to move on from professional football. One guy that I think could potentially be a fit from an experience standpoint is Trayvon Tate. He played left tackle for the Argos last year for 10 games, obviously protecting the blind side of Chad Kelly. Still in his late 20s, I think has some upside. I would imagine as this process goes along that that could be one of the ideas that's bandied about in the Winnipeg front office there. And if they're not going to go that route, there's not really many other proven veteran American tackles on the market. So perhaps they think about going Canadian at that right tackle spot, or they go through the scouting and draft process and try to identify a couple of players that can compete to start at that position vacated by Hardrick going to Saskatchewan. Yeah, something we'll be following. And I know Winnipeg fans will be following um, as well quite a bit. Um, So I want to get this a little more, and we kind of talked just, Brief, though, or, you know, kind of glazed over it. But David in Winnipeg says he just saw Dunk's tweet saying Brady turned down 770000 and 550000 That's wild with the fire emoji. So uh, explain that because that, those are big numbers in the CFL. It was pretty wild. Hamilton Tiger Cats came fast and furious at Brady Oliveira when the negotiating window, or what do we want to call it? Legal tampering window, I think is probably more apt to call it. When it actually came open, Oliveira talked to CEO Scott Mitchell, general manager Ed Hervey, head coach Scott Milanovic, and they presented him and his agent with an offer for $275,000 a year all in what the CFL would term hard money. It's not quite guaranteed money, but if you're going to be on the roster, even if you get hurt, you're probably going to earn that money. So $275,000 per year on a two-year contract. Now, that made Brady at least think a little bit. And then the BC Lions came to the table and presented an offer worth $770,000 over three years, sort of stepping up from $250,000, I think it was two fifty six and two sixty two approximately, through those three years. And Oliveira's camp felt like there could have been room for negotiation there based on Hamilton's offer to push that 
even higher, over 800,000 through those three years. The Lions were kind of trying to hit him in the fields. His girlfriend, Alex Blumberg, is from out in the West Coast. Her family is still there, so there was some thought to that. But when it was all said and done, Oliveira wanted to be in Winnipeg. He felt like he had some unfinished business, so he takes a contract worth $470,000 over two years, 230 and 240, and then also has the chance to make off-field money there in Winnipeg. He's a hometown boy, so I think there's going to be some decent cash to be made there off the field, but he definitely took a hometown discount to stay in Winnipeg, proving that it wasn't all about the money for Oliveira. Wild. Yeah, I can only imagine, you know, how that situation went down and be tough, you know, when you're looking at all that money and especially when you're looking at your your partner being from there too. But here's something that came out today from the National Post I thought was really interesting. And I wanted to see if this has any relevance to the CFL. Maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. But it's it's it goes back to hockey. Maple Leafs captain John Tavares fighting with the Canada Revenue Agency. I don't know if you saw this, over eight million dollars. An $8 million tax bill that JT has to pay. Tavares says he should owe 15% on the $15.3 million signing bonus he received when he signed with the Leafs uh, just uh, under six years ago. The CRA says the bonus should be taxed at 38%. Now, there is a clause in, you know, in the tax, uh, lower tax rate. There's a, a, um, a line in there for inducements. Bonuses paid to athletes, actors, artists, musicians that should have them taxed at a lower rate for those things, like a signing bonus, 15%. CRA thinks it should be 38%. And now there's a lot of talk about this decision could have a big impact over future free agents deciding to sign in Canada. Could this be something that has any spill-off effect to the Canadian Football League when we think about players signing in the CFL versus the USFL or the UFL? That could be massive. And, man... Does the CRA not already get enough money? Like, really? And they're going to stop these professional athletes potentially wanting to come and play in Canada? Maybe not so much for the CFL, but the NHL and the NBA and the MLB? Like, you know, what are we talking about here? Come on, man. We're taxed enough as it is. I don't want to get too political with it, but that could have an effect, especially on Canadian CFL players. Right now in the CFL, if you're an American and you get a signing bonus, you are taxed at a lower rate. That's why you see a lot of Americans redoing their deals. Trevor Harris is a perfect example of this, excuse me, for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, turned his roster bonus into a signing bonus and redid his contract for 2024 because he ultimately nets more money after taxes and gives the riders some cap release. That is not the case, though, for Canadian players in the CFL. So I think that this situation you're describing with John Tavares, Johnny T, could have an impact that trickles down to the CFL. Interesting. It'll be something worth following as he goes through that uh, in a battle with, with the CRA. And I know you get the other side that says, well, it's millionaires fighting over millions, boo-hoo, and, you know, um, not a real problem. But it is. It, it could affect so his your money, man. Nobody wants to give yeah. money away, you know? It affects how much, you know, how much your tickets cost, all the rest of it. So it's something worth following for sure. Okay, so before we close the book on the CFL, so far, your favorite signing, or what's been kind of your favorite move so far? 
Oh, dude, there's been so many things that have happened. I'm trying to keep everything straight. But to be quite honest, the one that I was most excited about and wanted to report and did report was AJ Ouellette going to the Rough Riders. I just feel like it's such a perfect fit. He's kind of from this small town in Ohio, has grinded his way through the CFL ranks, and is this guy that looks like a superhero, Thor, or whatever else you want to call him. I just think it's such a perfect culture fit for him to go to Regina. And then also as a player in the locker room with Corey Mace, helping be part of that transition, the leadership group potentially there in installing the kind of culture that Corey Mace wants. So I think that Ouellette was my favorite one for that reason, but there's so much that has gone on that my answer you know, might change in a week or two here once I've digested it all. But right now, Ouellette's the front runner. I love it. Yeah, and the, the green Thor hammers. Um, what a great you know, marketing fit. He fits. I think. I think it's going to be fun. And the you you just see with with so much that's happened in that province, the culture is shifting, and we're seeing the the needle move uh, on the culture meter, and uh, that can't be anything but good. I know they're excited in Saskatchewan. Okay, um, I don't know how much you've even been thinking about the Super Bowl because you've been breaking all the news in the Canadian Football League and this negotiation period. But um, how much are you following Super Bowl? How much do you wish? You were in Vegas, and uh, what's got your attention so far? <laughs> Man, I wish I was in Vegas. There were some plans to be there, but broke my wrist, dude. You know, I'm healing from it anyways. Bigger, better things in the future. But I've been following Super Bowl for sure, you know, and I think to have a neat tie-in here on both sides, Rock Purdy was once on the Winnipeg Blue Bombers negotiation list, and him being Mr. Irrelevant, the last pick in the NFL draft in his year, there was probably a thought that maybe one day he would end up in the CFL, and you wonder how good he could have been up here. But obviously now he's starring for the San Francisco 49ers. And on the other side, Patrick Mahomes, too, at one time was on a CFL negotiation list as well. I believe it was the Hamilton Tiger Cats. I would have to double check some of my notes. So that's intriguing. And then, of course, you have the tie-in Zach Caleros, somewhat jokingly, one of the new friends of Taylor Swift. He was college roommates with Travis Kelsey. Caleros doesn't seem like he wants to say much about it publicly, but then there was Kelsey on Super Bowl media night there talking about his boy Zip. That's his nickname for him. And then I asked Caleros about it. He actually explained how the nickname came to be. And it was because I think he had a cousin that played for the Akron Zips. And he was always wearing their gear. So Kelsey called him Zip. And I guess that stuck for a while now. Some unique CFL kind of tie-ins there. Well, it's pretty good. Like, I, I just pulled up Bet Regal's um, all the Super Bowl bets. And, you know, 49ers still favored by two going into the game. Um, but I flipped over to the prop bets, and there's this special uh, Super Bowl slash Grammy specials, and you know who's at the top of that with uh, T. Swift. <laughs> so I scroll down here, and this is an interesting one that you can bet on. T. Swift, first person shown next to in the Super Bowl. So who's she sitting next to or who's she standing next to? At the top of that list is Brittany Mahomes at plus 100. Um, Donna Kelsey is there. Jason Kelsey. Um, Ed Kelsey, keep scrolling down. Plus three, plus thirty three hundred is Mike Tyson. I don't know how he made the list, but Mike Tyson may be in the booth. I'm not seeing Zach Caleros on here as a betting option, but uh, 
should we be taking a flyer that she might be next to Zach Calero? <laughs> I don't think that that is going to be the case, but how are they describing next to? Like, they have to be right beside her. What if they're behind her? Because we've seen so many shots this season, and she's at the Chiefs games in these fancy suites with Brittany Mahomes right beside her, or Donnie Kel- Donna Kelsey, excuse me, right beside her, or Jason Kelsey. Is Jason Kelsey on that list? How is he not on that list? Oh, yeah, Jason Kelsey's plus 500. He's the third most, uh, third highest odds on that list. I'd love to see the Chiefs win the Super Bowl and a shirtless Jason Kelsey just gives a big old bear hug to T-Swift on the field. Those images, I know she goes viral for whatever she does anyways, but would be amazing to see. Oh, my gosh. And I keep scrolling down. You know, there's bets now. Will, Will Swift mention the Chiefs and Kelsey? at her last Tokyo show before the Super Bowl. Yes, no. Um, and the disclaimers on the bottom of this are pretty good, too. Management decision <laughs> is final. If It's void if Taylor Swift does not attend the Super Bowl. From kickoff to the final whistle, halftime and commercials don't count. CBS broadcast only. So uh, um, it is going to be a lot of fun, and I think there's going to be a lot of money. Um, how about this? Taylor Swift, primary color of her top coming off the plane. Not even in the stadium. It's pretty nuts. Pretty nuts. So Patrick Mahomes, fourth Super Bowl, 28 years old. Um, All the comparisons to Tom Brady. Where are you putting Patrick Mahomes in terms of legacy and his place in history at this point in his career? At this point, you would have to say he's a surefire Hall of Famer. And if he continues on his current trajectory, he's going to be right there with Tom Brady as arguably the greatest of all time. Now he's going to have to get the amount of rings that Brady has, and that's going to be difficult to continue to do with the pace that he's been playing at. But I do think that it's a possibility. Like, look at how this Chiefs season has played out. I don't think there would be a lot of people that felt like the Chiefs would have made the Super Bowl, but they figured it out and arguably played their best offensive football in the playoffs to get to this Super Bowl for Patrick Mahomes. The guy is just a winner. And think of the quarterbacks in the AFC, my man, that he's had to go through and consistently beat all of these years to get to his fourth Super Bowl. Of course, he lost to Tom Brady in the Super Bowl and has lost to Tom Brady in the playoffs. But other than one game against Joe Burrow, this guy has owned the AFC and has been so dynamic in these situations that are pressure packed. And he makes it look so easy. But people, it's not that easy to run around from these big guys and continue to make plays and take the hits that he does. It's unbelievable what he's doing. And I do think he has the chance. It's going to take a lot to win more than Brady, but that is a long way down this road. You got it. I mean, he's doing everything that he can, and he has a Hall of Fame career already, but that was always the Tom Brady book. Brady had a Hall of Fame career, a little break, and then another Hall of Fame career. So Mahomes will have to do that second act, I think, to match Tom, right? Definitely. And I think he's kind of just like continuing, which gives him the chance maybe to win more than Brady. But that middle part that you're talking about there, that kind of lull where he didn't win a Super Bowl for a while, even though he was in one and the Giants upset them a couple times, shows you that it's difficult. It's not easy. But then people just start to expect that you're going to be there every single year. 
but it's not that easy. And we're talking about inches sometimes defining legacies. To me, that's something that is so interesting, right? You look at the San Francisco 49ers. If Brandon Ayuk doesn't make a crazy catch that ricochets around against the Detroit Lions, you could argue they're probably not in the Super Bowl. So these small things that Mahomes had go his way or helped go his way has helped the Chiefs get here. Obviously, it's a great team, very young defense. I like what Steve Spagnuolo has done with that unit, coaching those guys up. But to get here, I think you do have to have some things go your way along with being really good. It'll be fun to watch, no doubt. Man, time goes by fast, but I appreciate it, man. And uh, we'll catch up soon. Yeah, buddy. See you, dude. Follow three down and Justin Dunk. They're breaking all the news on CFL. Free agency in this uh, negotiation window period. Um, lots coming down, including uh, more uh, today. Matthew Schultz agreeing to terms with Calgary Stampeders. Justin mentioned Adam O'Claire to the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Mason Bennett uh, re-signing with the Ticats. Uh, Kobe Williams re-signing in Calgary. Um, lots going on. FreeDownNation.com for that. We'll be back. With more, we go to Montreal next, and uh, we'll talk about the Alouettes. Justin alluded to them, talked about their situation and culture, and we'll go there with Joey Alfieri on the other side of the break. It's the uh, Rod Peterson Show here on a Wednesday on uh, Game Plus TV. We're on YouTube Live and wherever you get your podcasts, including Apple and Spotify. Are you struggling in life, perhaps feeling hopeless, or even battling an addiction that's taking your life down the drain? It's time you made the decision to stop the struggle and contact Peterson Recovery. Hi, Rod Peterson here, and I've been a licensed recovery coach since 2017, helping athletes, entertainers, and soldiers get their lives back and go on to lead a happy life. Now, I'd like to help you. Mental health is real, and sometimes all it takes is some guidance from someone who's been there. Follow Peterson Recovery on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and DM me or email petersonrecovery at aol.com. It's never too late. All right, welcome back to the RP Show. We check in on uh, some of the um, comments on YouTube. The text line is loaded up, and we'll get to that here in a little bit 902-518-3033 they love the story about Zach Caleros yes and the Kelsey brothers um love that um also talking about some of the the uh, CFL free agency stuff um some players Jeff the Stamps fan I think you're being a fly in the ointment today and it's okay I like it um Says offensive tackle any day of the week that he would rather have over the running back and the receiver. Um, thinks that the Winnipeg Blue Bombers took a real hit losing Jamarcus Hardrick to the Riders. But uh, they did re-sign Brady Oliveira and Dalton Schoen. And um, I don't know. I like it. I think you need to have your weapons. Um, I think really, really uh, important there to have, uh, have those weapons. Look, um, one team that is kind of flying. I would think they're flying under the radar. That's the Montreal Alouettes. We welcome in Joey Alfieri, uh, the defending Grey Cup champions. And would you say the Owls are flying under the radar? Because all we're hearing about is 
the Argonauts are losing everybody on their team and Winnipeg's having trouble resigning and losing their starting right tackle. Um, I know William Stanback is gone, but um, how are things in Montreal, my man? Things are good, man. It's, uh, I mean, living the dream out here. The defending champs, they haven't been able to say that in a while around here. Um, yeah, I mean, look, I, I think flying under the radar, back-to-back free agency periods, uh, that's okay. I mean, it's fine. Um, you can't really manufacture news. I mean, if other teams are, are signing or agreeing to terms with players, uh, it's all good. But I think, you know, with the, what the Owls proved last year, uh, their championship recipe was um, – Sure, adding CFL free agents on the you know, first day of free agency, but the second and third day as well. And going out there uh, and getting uh, those uh, CFL rookies, I had the air quotes because they're guys with some NFL experience, but guys who are new to the CFL. Um, and you find the right guys and you can win a championship that way. And they're a lot more cap friendly than going out and spending big money on uh, Feb 13th. I think last year was Feb 14th. So um, this is the recipe uh, that uh, clearly that they've that they've gone with. And I think, you know, if, if it's quiet on, on the Montreal front, I think it's it's by design. I think they really believed that uh, they prefer to keep their own guys. And that's what they did. So keeping Mustafa Johnson and keeping Sean Lemon and Darnell Sankey and Tyrese Beverett, you know, that's where they put their priority. And, and when you look at the end result in 2023, it's kind of hard to argue with that. It really is. You know, I think a lot of teams sit here, if you're Toronto and you think, how are we not resigning our guys? Or if you're a team that's not spending a boatload of money, I mean, it's easy and then you can understand why they're excited in Saskatchewan. And now in Winnipeg, when you get Brady Oliver and Dalton Schoen re-signed, but as Justin mentioned earlier this hour, sometimes in the league, you know, you can get kind of blinded by the shiny new toy. But really, yeah. as the Owls showed last year, you win with culture. And the mm -hmm. culture in Montreal, you know, seems to be at an all-time high. Yeah, and it is, and and I think people around here have dubbed uh, that Grey Cup win as a as a culture win. Like uh, it's not like things were horrendous where they were before, but you could just tell that there's been a shift in attitude. And and I think I guess you know at this time last year, fans were worried about the people, the amount of people, and the quality of the of the player that was going out the door. And it's no slam on the players that left. I mean, there was a lot of uncertainty around here. So, I, you know, I don't think anybody blames anyone for walking out the door. But when you do get that restart and that refresh on the roster, you can kind of mold things and you can mold that culture differently because there's just so many new guys that you can shape it kind of however you like. And sometimes it works the way you shape it. Sometimes it doesn't. In this case, it worked. Um, but, you know, I, I, it's just I think you look at some of the key guys that they've brought in. Um, you know, you think of Reggie Stubblefield, who was great. Uh, KB Onento could have very well been a great cup MVP with the way that he played uh, Austin Mack and Tyler Sneed. I mean, those are, those are all guys that were new to the CFL that at some point went through growing pains. Uh, but at this time last year, CFL fans did not know who those guys were. So, you know, winning uh, the, the great cup on February 14th is fantastic. You want to come out as a winner or a loser on those days. It's all good. But at the end of the day, uh, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, those things, you do your talking on the field. And so uh, it's great. A lot of teams have made some really sharp moves, some less so, but, um, you know, it's all going to play out uh, during the season. And, and I think it's hard in the CFL just because you do go out there and you do have guys that uh, you've never seen in the league before. You don't know how they're going to respond to this style of football, but those guys could emerge as superstars. Um, and that's what you saw in Montreal last year. But I think, you know, 
Jason Moss really helped set the tone culture, you know, from a culture standpoint was, you know, what you're getting at. And um, I think there's no doubt about it that a new culture has been built. And these guys are confident, man. They haven't lost since September the 15th. That's a long time to go without a loss. So uh, the, the culture uh, shift it definitely worked. That is a long time uh, without a loss for sure. Anything surprise you from uh, what we've seen so far in the free agency period? Uh, I'm trying to think, like, not, nothing really surprised me. You know, I know people are, are you know, flipping out over the Argos. And so I, I think the Argos are going to be fine. This is just what happens when, you know, the quarterback goes from making X amount to, you know, being the highest paid player in the league. Uh, you know, but I, I think that the Argos have shown that they were able to build uh, what they've, uh, you know, what they've, uh, you know, what they've built over the last couple of years is, is fine. I think they're going to be fine. I know people in Toronto are worried, but, you know, I think they'll be okay. Um, surprising maybe maybe that winnipeg was able to keep uh the two guys you mentioned you know you hear so many reports and rumors from insiders that you're like ah you know what it'll it, it for me it was always hard to envision Oliveira leaving winnipeg i mean he's you know he's the manitoba boy and whatnot but you hear things and you're like oh okay maybe not um but the fact that you know the the, the cap person in winnipeg deserves a raise a tip of the cap because i mean they've got Kalaros making whatever he's making uh lawler's almost at 300 apparently um, you know, they sign Oliveira, they sign Schoen, like that's five guys. Uh, Jefferson re-signed before free agency. I mean, I don't know how they do it out there, uh, but credit to them because uh, because definitely those amounts are uh, they're adding up quick and uh, they found a way to keep those two guys yesterday. So uh, that was maybe the, the mild surprise, but I think it's kind of gone the way most people had uh, had anticipated. We are seeing the Owls, though, tied to potentially Matthew Betts. The BC Lions and, and Defensive Player of the Year, the defensive end, who has yet to sign or agree to terms. Um, Matthew Betts would be a, a big add to a defending Great Cup champion. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that you look at that position, that could be a position of need as well. If you're just looking at the depth chart on paper with uh, Lowell Uguak. Uh, heading to the NFL, heading to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So, you know, with uh, with bets, it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. I don't know if they're in or not. I'm going off the reports that everyone has uh, uh, as well. But I mean, obviously, there's a there's a natural fit there. You know, a really good player uh, plus a guy from the province of Quebec. You know, he's a Quebecer, a francophone guy. Um, so, I mean, you know, uh, people in in this city in this province are are rooting for it to happen. We'll see uh, between now and uh, and Tuesday when free agency opens where. It goes but i can understand the the link there i think that you know the a defensive end a canadian defensive end would make a lot of sense but you know whether or not again it, it comes back to um it, and i have this discussion over twitter all the time uh with fans it's like yeah okay this is what you want to do but are you willing you know were you willing to lose uh, a lemon or a mustafa johnson or all the guys the sankeys and the Bevrets, all those guys we talked about before you know were you willing to lose any of those guys no well that takes up a lot of cap space if you look at uh, the teams that have signed free agents a lot of those teams are losing free agents as well whereas montreal's brought back you know a lot of uh, a lot of their starters as of right now uguac mac and i think Standback uh, are the starters that uh, that won't be back but there's continuity and i think there's a value that comes with continuity so can it work we'll see um obviously you you never want to rule it out but you you just you don't know but uh but obviously from a from a standpoint of you know a, a french canadian player coming to the province you root for it but you know there's a lot more that goes into it than just that so lastly the two part here they're asking how ticket sales are going in montreal obviously coming off yeah. a championship and secondly are you going to be playing in the big o 
when they redo the roof? Or are we potentially looking at uh, <laughs> at a Grey Cup coming back to Montreal? Yeah. The eight hundred million dollars going into yeah. the new roof at the at the Big O. I mean, man, that's uh, that's a question probably for somebody. Uh, above, that's that question is above my pay grade. Both of those questions are above my pay grade. Uh, yeah, there's been a lot of discussion uh, about the stadium and the renovation that's uh, going to be underway here. But I mean, man, that's so far down the line. It's like. It's, I think it'll be completed by 27 or 28. Um, and we're like, we're in the Olympic stadium every day. Like our, our main offices are in the Olympic stadium. So uh, the players train out of uh, Olympic stadium during the off season, the locker room, the main locker room is at Olympic stadium. Football ops are here. Uh, marketing obviously is here as well. Tickets, like everything's here. Everything's been centralized here. Um, but this place is so big, like you don't even see that there's renovations going on or starting or anything like that. This place is huge. Um, ticket sales, I, I know that there was an article that came out last week um, in uh, one of the French language newspapers here that says that they're up, I think, 31%, if I remember correctly. Um, and then whether or not, you know, the Alouettes come and play at, at, uh, at Olympic Stadium, that's before my time. I remember in the... In the Mark Tressman days, and even before then, uh, they used to do, uh, I think it was just fan appreciation day. The last game of the regular season used to be here, and they used to put 40, 50, 60,000 people for what was usually a meaningless game uh, because they'd already wrapped up the East Division by then. Um, so we'll see. I mean, it's so far down the line. Uh, we'll, we'll see what ends up happening. Um, I, I, I'm a big fan of Molson Stadium, but I've also had a lot of memories uh, at Olympic Stadium as well with the Alouettes. So uh, it'll be fascinating to see, but I don't think they're there yet. I don't think they They've, they've even begun, you know, exploring that. There's so much time that has to go on between now and then uh, that uh, that I guess they'll revisit that when it's the project is closer to uh, completion. Yeah, and if it's not till 2027, um, we're a little ahead of the game here, Joey. I appreciate <laughs> the time, man, and uh, I hope the off season's been great and continues to be good for you. Thanks, buddy. I enjoyed this so much. I'm not doing it again when Rod Peterson's on. I'm only coming on when you're on. How about that deal? Spicy deal. <laughs> I'll write that down, Clark. Write that down. Joey Alfieri, the Alouettes. Take care. Our guests here on the uh, on the video chat. Yes, lots of comments rolling in. They love uh, Matthew Betts potentially in Montreal. Ryan McCarthy does says that would be huge on the YouTube chat. Look, we got to roll. Um, we'll be right back for a quick little wrap on hour one, and then we're going to shift gears into hour two. RP show. Here on Game Plus TV, YouTube, and uh, Apple and Spotify. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? 
We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Telemiracle 50-50, another way to support Telemiracle and have a chance to win half the jackpot. It's a win-win for Saskatchewan residents. Get your tickets now. Telemiracle5050.com. I think when we looked yesterday, that jackpot was rising close to $70,000. That's an end for hour one. We're going to get into Super Bowl. We're going to look ahead tonight in the National Hockey League. A whole lot more CFL news probably going to be dropped throughout the day. We're keeping an eye on it. That's all we got. Hour two next.